Welcome to Indispensable, where we provide you with evidence-based medication advice so that you can feel empowered about your own health. I'm your host, Anna Barwick, and I'm an experienced clinical pharmacist, academic and PhD candidate. Join me as we hear from the medication experts, pharmacists. Episode 12, Abortion, Medical Termination of Pregnancy. Unplanned pregnancy actually occurs in about 50% of pregnancies in Australia, which seems quite high. And the emotion that comes with an unexpected pregnancy can be really individual, from joyous right through to fearful. It's really important to have someone to talk to about your options and to offer you support. There are a number of great websites that you can actually visit to further get further information about surgical abortion, adoption and parenting support in every state and territory of Australia. I'll pop those links into the show notes for you. However, the choice to end a pregnancy is entirely up to the person who owns that uterus. Termination can reduce maternal death rates, prevent congenital malformations and genetic disease transmission, and reduce the hardships of those living in poverty or those that are being abused. Termination may occur because people are not equipped mentally, physically and financially to undergo a pregnancy. They may need to plan or space their children. They may not want children and their contraceptive has failed. There may be fetal abnormalities present that are not actually conducive to life, which means that the the subsequent child will be disabled or not able to live at all. Ultimately, the reason for a termination is moot. No one is actually obliged to tell their reason for having one and it makes no difference when it comes to offering healthcare for that individual. Unfortunately, there's some fundamental access issues to termination services, including geographical isolation. So if you're living somewhere that's far from anywhere else, financial barriers, a lot of the time termination can be quite expensive. Um, So it might be traveling to somewhere to to actually get that and then actually paying for uh, that service as well, which can actually cost quite a bit of money. And also a lack of knowledge around options that restrict choice for ending a pregnancy. So medical termination of pregnancy or MTOP is often also referred to as an early medical abortion and it's a safe and effective procedure to end pregnancy. It's been widely used in Australia since about 2013 and for over decades uh, overseas in other countries. A study that actually followed women in Australia over many years showed that approximately one in six Australian women actually report having had a termination at some point in their lives. So that's about 16%. And there's some other studies that even show it's up to one in three. However, those that are socially, geographically or economically disadvantaged um, often experience marked uh, limitations on their choice, particularly um, to accessing things like MTOP. So women, uh, particularly in rural and remote areas, are often going to fall into this category or people that are just socially isolated, that, um, you know, live uh, away from from the from service centres um, really are at a disadvantage when it comes to this. And obviously, there's more time taken to actually go and get support um, and look at these options um, and potentially termination as well. Some recent research has also shown that women that have less control over their reproductive health, so that might be through family violence, through drug use themselves or people around them, or having ineffective contraception are more likely to terminate a pregnancy. 
Interestingly, women who have already had children are also more likely to have a termination than those who haven't. And more regional and rural residents actually reported knowing someone that had previously had an abortion, so around 50%, compared to those living uh, in the city. Unfortunately, there's still a lot of stigma that surrounds termination, although that, this does seem to be improving as we talk about it more openly. And I would really encourage you to do that with, with um, trusted friend or family and also your healthcare professionals as well, because that's what we're here for. Essential, knowledgeable, indispensable, your pharmacist. So it's been really tricky in Australia because we've had some states that have actually maintained abortion um, as something that's illegal. And New South Wales was the very last state to overturn this legislation that originated back in 1900, just last year in 2019. So the different states and territories have made have legalised um, abortion um, over the last decade or so, which is great. It means for women and for health professionals that were already offering this, um, um, it means that they are protected, um, which is a great outcome. Uh, and it also depends on your state and territory as to where um, an abortion or a termination can occur. So, for example, in the ACT, the Australian Capital Territory, and also in South Australia, abortions actually have to be performed in an approved medical facility, um, whereas other states can actually um, allow uh, medical termination of pregnancy to be completed in the comfort of your own home. So when you're thinking about MTOP and potentially going with that as an option, you need to know that your consent is required and this should only be offered once you have all the information explained to you and hopefully this podcast will help you with that knowledge that you need. It's also your right to decide against this treatment at any time. So you might have a conversation and think yes and then you might decide no and that's absolutely your right to do that. You'll also be offered counselling if you wish to have a conversation with an impartial health professional to help make up your mind as well. But it's really important to not uh, be influenced by other people. And sometimes this can be very hard because you might have a partner that, you know, is wanting you to keep a baby or is wanting you to, um, to have a termination, but it needs to be your decision. It's really important. Your doctor will have training to write a prescription for medical termination of pregnancy and your pharmacist must also be a certified dispenser to supply this to you. So it might be a question to have and make sure that that is available in your local area. Some health professionals can have what we know as a conscientious objection to supplying the medical termination of pregnancy, but it is really important that they pass you on to another healthcare professional that can assist you. Um, I struggle with this because I think it's really important that when we're looking at healthcare, um, personal views don't come into it. It is all about healthcare. So if you are not happy with your care, find another health professional. That's all I can say is <laughs> make sure you find someone who is supportive of you and encourages you and gives you all the information you need to make a choice. So when we're looking at the medical termination of pregnancy, there's a couple of different active ingredients that are involved in the process. So there's a combination of something called mifepristone, and it was colloquially known as RU486 uh, many years ago. Some of you may have heard that term before. And also mesoprostol. So basically they work together to shed the uterine lining and they promote contra contractions to actually push out the contents of the uterus. So mifeprostone is taken orally, so you swallow that whole, followed 
uh, 24 to 48 hours, so a day to two days later, by uh, mesoprostol, which is actually placed in inside your mouth. And that actually leads to complete abortion in 93 to 98% of cases, which is quite, quite effective. Um, there can be incomplete abortions, so there might still be pregnancy um, contents retained within the uterus even after this treatment. So it's really important to be followed up with your doctor to check for that. And some women will still have an ongoing pregnancy um, in up to two to three percent of cases um, so again it's really important to have that that check and that confirmation that the, the termination has occurred now mtops actually only available up to 63 days or nine weeks following your last menstrual period so when you go and see your doctor they will be asking about your last menstrual period date so make sure you go with that prepared um, they can also do an ultrasound just to check and do some dating but once you've passed that time frame unfortunately medical termination of pregnancy is no longer available to you and you'll often need to look at other options like surgical termination there are some reports of fetal uh, malformations occurring following the administration of mesoprostol. Um, so this will also be checked if you do have an incomplete abortion, but it is a fairly low chance of that occurring. Um, if you notice anything unusual, do make sure you go and see your doctor straight away. So Mari Stopes Australia or, or Mari Stopes Health are the ones that actually uh, supply this particular combination of medication. So we call that a composite pack. So it contains mifepristone 200 milligrams and mesoprostol 800 micrograms. So one tablet, mifepristone, which is taken orally, and four tablets of mesoprostol that's popped in beside your cheek, between your cheek and gum. So it's important when you take mifepristone uh, that first tablet, it should be taken with a glass of water on an empty stomach, so about two hours before or after a meal. And then day to two days later, the, you need to then take that mesoprostol dose. So that there's four tablets. You pop them between your cheek and gum for about 30 minutes and allow that to dissolve. If there's any kind of remaining um, tablets or anything like that in your mouth, you can just swallow that with water. Once you've had that medication, it's really important to stay home for around three to four hours after that last dose as bleeding will start to occur. And this can last up to a few weeks. So on average, it's between about 10 and 16 days. And the, that bleeding is likely to be heavier for the first two to three days and will start to kind of lighten off after that. You'll also need to go and see your doctor two to three weeks after taking the medication just to make sure that termination is complete. So they'll do an ultrasound um, or take a blood test to check whether you, you know, the pregnancy has um, been terminated completely. So some side effects that actually occur with this medication is things like you can actually get really, really heavy bleeding, um, really heavy clotting. If you're, you know, if you're soaking a pad every couple of hours, that's not normal and you need to go to an emergency department to have that managed. Um, and an infection can also occur um, in the uterus as well. But both of those um, things are quite uncommon. They generally happen in, in less than 1%. Um, of people that use them but do keep an eye on that if you're feeling really unwell um, you might be feverish you might be passing a, a lot of blood it's really important to contact um, your health professional so that might be your pharmacist or your doctor or go straight to an emergency department um, and they will help manage those complications.
it's really common to get bleeding and cramps. That is what the medications are actually doing. So they're kind of softening and, and removing the contents of the uterus and actually expelling that out. So generally bleeding and cramps start within about four hours of the mesoprostal administration so that's after the second part but sometimes it can actually occur after that first tablet so it's really important just to be aware you may, may need to kind of take it easy for a couple of days um, to you know to make sure that you are comfortable um, with with this process although i do know a lot of women that will actually take the medication they still go to work um, and then you know they often take that that next dose when they can have a little bit more time off. Um, the indication of bleeding and cramps doesn't mean um, that the pregnancy has terminated, so it is still really important to follow up with a blood test or ultrasound with your doctor. Some women also talk about getting feeling a bit nauseous, so feeling a bit sick. They may experience a bit of vomiting and diarrhoea. Um, and if you do have that within a couple of hours of taking either of those medications, do contact your doctor because it may indicate it hasn't um, been absorbed properly. But unfortunately, it can be a side effect that some people do experience. Some people also get fever and chills. So if it's mild um, and it and it kind of uh, you know stops fairly quickly, that's okay. But if it does continue, it could be a sign of infection that you need to actually have seen to very quickly indispensable advice for you Women have reported, and, and this was a study of over 6,000 women, 90% um, of those women actually who took that combination product reported that the experience was as they expected or better and often likened it to a heavier and longer period um, and didn't notice any other difference other than that. So obviously, you know, the earlier you can get onto the medical termination of pregnancy, the better, but it is really important that you make that decision and take the time to do that. So with some of those side effects that I mentioned, you know, bleeding and cramps and feeling a bit nauseous, it's really important that you rest, you take it easy, you take it easy on yourself. Um, you can use heat packs and massage on the lower abdomen to help kind of with any cramping. You can also use pain relievers as long and, and also obviously have on hand lots of pads and panty liners. Generally, most women say that paracetamol um, alone is actually not effective for that pain. So um, anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen um, and what we call non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs are probably the best um, option for pain relief um, in this case. So you can just get that um, over the counter at, at your local community pharmacy. Um, sometimes you might also need what's called an anti-emetic, so a, an anti-nausea medication, and that can be taken if required as well. I'd highly recommend a support person uh, while you're going through that process. So it might be a partner or a trusted friend, having them around to, to help you and monitor you, check in on you while you're going through this process is really important um, just to make sure that you're coping okay and that you're not feeling unwell. There's also um, a 24-hour nurse telephone support um, available. It's a 1300 no number and I'll pop that into the show notes as well. So that can you can access them at any time for any follow-up care um, to help them, you know, confirm termination of pregnancy and also to check that you don't have any kind of complications or severe side effects that have occurred. So that's that's a real option um, for you. And, and obviously 24 hours is, is good because, you know, you may be experiencing some of these side effects, you know, in the late at night or in the early hours. 
It's also important to know that termination can really raise a number of emotions as well, from relief to regret and anywhere in between. So again, it's important to speak to a trusted person or book in with a psychologist just to talk, to the talk through the experience if you need that. There are some reasons not to use medical termination of pregnancy. So if you are really isolated and you can't get medical care within that 14 days after treatment, you won't be able to start this process. It's really important that you have that follow-up and that you're close to medical care. So an ED department, a local hospital, um, a GP, so that if you do have those complications of excessive bleeding or an infection, you can get treated straight away. If there's any suspicion or confirmation of an ectopic pregnancy, so that's where a fertilised egg um, implants somewhere outside of the uterus and it is actually generally a medical emergency, you won't be using MTOP. Um, if there's any uncertainty about gestational age, and this can happen a lot, women um, often don't have a regular cycle. Um, for those that do, they're often, I would say, fairly lucky <laughs> because a lot of women don't have um, a regular cycle. And so knowing when their last menstrual period was may not going to give, give a good indication of what day they are up to. So, um, and if that can't be confirmed with an ultrasound or, or you know, something like that, then again, MTOP won't be um, offered. If there's issues with chronic adrenal failure, um, if you're, you've got severe disease that means you need steroid administration, um, that can actually affect the, the efficacy of mifepristone. If you've got any known or suspected bleeding disorders or you're being treated with anticoagulants, generally MTOP won't be used. And if you've got any hypersensitivity to mifeprostone, mesoprostol, or any of the other medication um, components, so it might be what we call excipients, kind of the additional components that are in tablets, um, then obviously MTOP is not for you. There's some unclear evidence about reversal of medical abortion. So where a woman takes the first pill, so the mifepristone, then decides they actually want to keep the pregnancy. Um, it isn't an uncommon event. And there's some clinical trials occurring now just to check whether progesterone can maintain a pregnancy in that case, um, as a mifepristone actually blocks the action of progesterone. So adding some progesterone in is thought that it potentially could maintain a pregnancy. And I'll pop a link into the show notes with a link to a health professional who can provide you with more advice if you are in this situation. It's also really important to know that fertility can return within two weeks following the administration of a medical termination of pregnancy. So it's really important that you have a conversation about future contraceptive options at that time as well. And on Dis Indispensable, we already have an episode on contraceptive choices, so you can go back and listen to that. So finally, MTOP is safe for women that have had a cesarean, have had uterine fibroids, are obese or have had multiple pregnancies in the past. And it really is an option that should be more available to Australians that need it. Essential, knowledgeable, indispensable. Your pharmacist. So my five indispensable tips are make sure that you know everything you can before making a decision about medical termination of pregnancy and have someone to support you and give you that information. Know that you need to take the medication for medical termination of pregnancy or MTOP in the correct order and at the correct time. So with MTOP, the, the first part is one tablet that is swallowed whole and then one, one, one and a half to two days later, you take the next part, which are four tablets that are popped in beside the cheek. Now, if you get those around the wrong way, 
it's unlikely that you're going to have the termination that is that needs to occur. So you need to contact your doctor straight away if you're feeling a bit um, unsure or contact your pharmacist as well and they can also tell you, you know, what colour the packaging is and, and which ones to take in what order. If you forget to take the second part, so the ones that go, the, um, that go in beside your cheek, again, you need to contact your doctor because it is likely that you may need to have that first dose again um, for, for the effect to have the full effect. The side effects um, of, of taking MTOP are things like bleeding and cramps, um, feeling a bit nauseous. And so you can use things that you can get from the pharmacy to help with that. So heat packs, um, using pain relievers like ibuprofen or other non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, if they're appropriate for you, will help. And also an anti-emetic or an anti-nausea medication can help as well. It's really important that you have your follow-up appointment um, after 14 days uh, to ensure that the pregnancy has been completed. And finally, uh, really, it's really important to have um, the support that you need uh, and have a talk about this. Talk with friends and family if you feel comfortable because the more we talk about it, the more it normalises it and the more it allows people to know that this is an option for them if they need it. Indispensable contains general medicine and health advice and is not intended to be a substitute for professional individual medical advice. We endeavour to ensure it is accurate and up to date. However, we can't guarantee that it will always apply to you. Always seek the guidance of your pharmacist or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding your health or a medical condition. This episode is brought to you by me, the Indispensable Pharmacist. Don't forget to subscribe to Indispensable and leave a review so we can help more people. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn by searching for Farm Online. That's P-H-A-R-M Online. I'd love to hear your suggestions for the next topic to be covered on Indispensable.